Hello and welcome to the Diz Dads Podcast Midweek Destinations and Diversions Show. It's the Dad Show, your hump day Disney vacation fix for Wednesday, July 4th, 2018. Dad Show is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers is Orlando's premium stroller and crib rental vendor. Why pay more for a less comfortable, less versatile stroller in the theme parks? Make your reservation at KingdomStrollers.com. You'll pay less for the rental, and they'll deliver the stroller of your choice to your resort. And pick it up from the resort at the end of your vacation for free. Kingdom Strollers, your first choice for Orlando stroller rentals and a Disney-featured stroller vendor. All right, so this week on the show, we're welcoming back Dave Jewart, who will be talking about quite a grand Walt Disney World trip. Welcome back, Dave. Hello, Aaron. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, So grand in lots of ways. Uh, All the luck this time around? It was. 11 days. It was. I blame Brandy. and, And a split stay. I, yes. All right. Uh, so, with more surprises along the way, too. So yeah. uh, we'll get to those in a minute. You kind of gave me a warning. But I, I want to start with the planning of this 11-day trip. Um, yes. You know, how does it come together that you, you plan uh, 11 days and you've, you've got a, a split stay? How do you choose where you're dividing your stay and, and what are you going to do with 11 days in advance? So, so long and short of it is Brandy's like, I want to go for more days this year than we went last year. So we did that um, <laughs> by one. So um, he, here's basically what happened. Um, we have been we have fallen in love with the whole Crescent Lake area. Um, stayed at Yacht Club in 14 for a 10th anniversary. Stayed at Boardwalk for part of our trip last year. For reasons that a lot of people that listen to this know, the proximity to Epcot, the boats to Hollywood Studios, the uh, abundance of stuff to do at your resorts and the surrounding resorts, we've we've really started to enjoy that area more so than the the monorail loop. Okay. Okay. Sure. Sure. So, so with that, last year. We spent a whole heck of a lot of time trying to get back into the Yacht Club, A, because they had renovated rooms, B, because we had really enjoyed it the last time we stayed there. Um, without going into all tons of details, uh, Price Waterhouse Coopers, if you know who they are, rented out the entire thing for the entire block of stay that we were there for one of their programs. So we couldn't get into the Yacht Club last year. This year, we could. Um so we started out, it was just going to be 11 days at Yacht Club. Um, actually, it was going to be 10 days at Yacht Club, but uh, we added the one night because we could save a significant amount of Southwest points by flying out Wednesday night instead of Thursday morning. Like okay. two free tickets. It was nuts. <laughs> yeah. Every nuts. so often you get those, right? You happen to get oh. that, that cheapest fare of the day and at the lowest fare and you look at it in points and – all of a sudden, like 2,000 points just magically go back to your account. Oh, I, dude, it was worse than that. It was uh, 13,000 points for Thursday morning. It was 7,200. 
for 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 Wednesday night. Wow. I mean, killer, right? So even the extra night at Yacht Club, if you do the math, worked out because we didn't have to go down and stay at a hotel. Long story, right? Right, right. So, so we figured that we would do that, stay at Yacht Club. Uh, all the rooms are renovated. We'd be able to take advantage of that and be in our favorite area. Um, and because we're brilliant, we booked this eight months out, nine months out, thinking that Toy Story Land opening would follow the same pattern that Pandora did the year before. Okay. So Memorial Day, not end of June. July. Right. Um, so that, that was our thought process. We would get there. We'd be there at the same time, uh, be able to enjoy, be able to take advantage of being close to Hollywood studios. So we could do two or three days there. So we would weren't rushed to go through toy story could still, uh, do Jedi training Academy for the kids on one day. Um, the logistics of that park, if you have smaller kids that want to do stuff now, it's screwy. It's going to be tough for, for, for a two-day park, for two days at a park that is that small. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, we'll, just we'll, we'll talk about that in a little right. more detail here in a minute, but yeah, I know what you mean. So, all right. So, the, so it comes out, you, you get ahead of the game here, you book Yacht Club early, you you discover at some point during your process that your brilliance of booking early so that you can make sure you're there for this exciting opening didn't quite match up. <laughs> nope. Um, so do you split your stay before the announcement of the opening of Toy Story Land or is that sort of the impetus for saying, well, maybe we don't need to spend all the time at Yacht Club? Well, it was uh... – it was probably after Toy Story announcement. Um, really, the Grand Flow Edition came about because discounts came out, and I looked at numbers. And between what we were seeing at Yacht Club for what I thought was a pretty darn reasonable rate, and basically another $100 a night to stay at Grand Flow for three nights at the end of the trip, which we haven't stayed there. We've wanted to stay there. I said, honestly, at this point, why the heck not? Okay, sure. Makes sense. Try right. something new, good mm -hmm. rate, might as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, similar, frankly, reason that I ended up at, at Grand Floridian on my most recent stay. Well. So um, you've got this split stay now, and um, let's talk a little bit about the other kinds of planning. So we've talked in the past that you've done both sort of ends of the spectrum, the plan everything, deluxe dining you know, have 9 million reservations 180 days in advance. You've done the plan nothing, eat quick serve, you know, don't don't worry about ADRs on the other extreme. I'm assuming this time you fell somewhere in the middle. Yes, we did. Um, so we had originally planned this, um, I think, I guess I kind of misspoke. We, we thought that we might stay at the Grand Flow prior to the discounts coming out. We just were hoping that it would line up. So we, we kind of set up our days. So it was Epcot, Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom focused on the front end. And then, you know, two or three days at Magic Kingdom at the end and just enjoy being at the Grand Flow and the fact that we would be staying at that resort. Okay. So um, we plan all that out. It all works out. Um, like I said, a lot of this was based around the fact that, you know, uh, 
we would we would get there and that that first day we would end up at Hollywood Studios at night uh, and hopefully hit some of the Toy Story stuff and then do other Toy Story stuff later in the trip and still get our quote unquote normal Hollywood Studios day in, which is focus on getting Jedi Training Academy, do some of the other kind of have a Star Wars day, right? So do Launch Bay, do Star Tours. So do that, but it's not a full day. Nothing's a full day at Hollywood Studios right now. Um, but 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 do that, uh, and then filled in with our, our normal Epcot stuff, and um, one day at Animal Kingdom, and then a few days at Magic Kingdom. Um, the one good thing is, is last year we bought annual passes while we were down there. We upgraded. Okay. So we're still riding the annual passes slash Tables in Wonderland ride right now okay. for this trip. Okay. Um, and and so that helps explain the other piece, which is why you didn't reschedule once you knew the Toy Story Land was going to open later. My guess is, if I'm trying, if I'm remembering correctly, would your annual passes not have wrapped around far enough, or was it just too late to change everything? No, uh, we can still go, and I don't know when you're putting this out, Aaron, but I have a wife who is pushing for a July trip for three days just to go to Toy Story Land. So, <laughs> so we, we got them beginning of August. We could have rescheduled. Um, we had talked about rescheduling, and and the issue is that we we didn't pull the trigger, right? Like We could have pulled the trigger 90 days out. Still figured out all the fast passes and been fine. Um, we let that lapse. We let 60 days lapse. Some other things got thrown into the mix, which we'll get to. Right, right. Um, but, well, and, and once you get inside 60 days, now it's really hard because, yeah, you know, you, yeah. you, you're going to be having to redo fast passes and it's, you know, you're not going to yeah. get what you want, especially if what you're doing is trying to go down there for a special opening. Exactly. So, um, so unfortunately we didn't like the, the thing is, is that, that, um, that June 30th date is tough, right? So do you put that on the back end of your trip or do you fight through crowds for four days for the, the, the independence day week? Oh yeah. And so, so that, that's, that was part of it. I'm just like, eh, whatever. Here's the thing. We went down there. It is the most crowded I've seen early June ever. Really? I wonder if there were, uh, I wonder if there was a large proportion of folks who had gone kind of done their planning sort of with the same idea that you have done and then, you know, that's, just kept that's their tricks. That's literally my guess. Um, it was, it was one of those where, you know, it's two o'clock in the afternoon and just historically I've been able to grab jungle cruise at two thirty for two forty five, and nothing, nothing to be seen. 90, hundred minute waits at jungle cruise. It was nuts. So any rate, we'll, right. We'll get into that. So, sure, sure. So right. that's kind of the planning thing. We we uh, booked booked some meals, not a ton. Uh, we've become a big proponent of the lounges, um, especially the ones that allow the kids to order off the kids menu. So sure, sure. We can dive we can dive into that too. Good, but, good. All right. Well, let's start our our usual then sort of uh, you know tour around of things. And I, I do want to, before we jump into the parks, um, talk a little bit about these uh, yacht club rooms um you know you you mentioned that you'd stay you were staying in one of the renovated rooms at yacht club mm-hmm. um yep. so talk a little bit about you know post renovation yacht club i mean when you stayed there it was just kind of coming out of that renovation last year 
Right. So this year's stay, things probably were a little more settled, a little more established. Um, were you and and you stayed there longer? So were you as impressed with it, sort of with a longer view of things? Well, we 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 stayed at Yacht Club pre pre Reno. Oh, okay. 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 So that was 2014. Okay. And then we were at Boardwalk last year. So, so it was, it was, it was pre refurb and then post refurb. Pre refurb, I remember being in there shoving suitcases in the corners and trying to find room. Post refurb, it is, it honestly could be the best room on property right now. Wow. Don't, don't, don't tell anyone. Hmm. But, um, so, so here's the deal. We stayed at Coronado for a few days last year in a, in a, in a refurbed room and the, the attention to space, the attention to like little things that, um, you're always like, ah, man, I wish we had more outlets. Ah, man, I should have brought, uh, a power strip with USB chargers. Right. You know, um, they had the little mag lights. I call, you know, for lack of a better term, right, the little right. led lights that yeah. pull out of the bed that you can read with. Right. So just the attention to, um, I swear they brought an engineer in that said, all right, we're just going to maximize all the space in this room. They did the exact same thing at Yacht Club, um, but on kind of a deluxe degree, right? So the beds were fantastic. They were There's no box spring. They're up high, kind of like the cruise line, if I understand correctly. I haven't been on a cruise, but Aaron, tell me if I'm wrong. Right. There's a bunch of storage under the bed. Correct? A lot of the cues, frankly, from the redesign, I think they've borrowed from the from the cruise line. Um, right. The the underbed storage is one. The um, sort of more more flexible and friendly um, lighting near the beds. Mm-hmm. Um, the the additional outlets and things. I mean, those are all things that they've borrowed to some extent from from the cruise line. Um, right. I, I will say, for most people, these raised beds have been fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I had my first client who pointed out the real problem with these raised beds that they've put in everywhere. And that is that they're presenting a really serious problem for handicapped accessibility. That doesn't surprise me. Um, folks in wheelchairs are having a very difficult time transferring to these beds because they're a good, at least four inches taller than they were before. Uh, uh, yeah, totally. Totally. Um, and it's, it's, it's an issue. Um, and uh, you know, my conversations with them so far is, you know, this is, this is what they're doing going forward. Like it's happening. They're doing them now at, uh, French quarter just finished. They're Sweet. putting these in at, uh, uh, Riverside, like just now they're just starting at Riverside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so each each resort now, as they get their redo, they're they're all going to this new, you know, they call it a floating bed frame, right? Um, and uh, they're going to have to find some solution here for accessible rooms because um, I know that my clients aren't the only people who complain because there's at least one, uh, you know, pretty pretty. You know, I, I guess I would call her a, a fan blogger with a fairly significant following who focuses specifically because she's in a wheelchair on, mm-hmm. on accessibility issues. And um, it just stuns me because Disney's usually better about this kind of thing. Yeah. Especially for, for the accessible rooms. I mean, I can see it, you know, I, I don't know what the percentages are here and, you know, better than I, but uh, I'm surprised they, they wouldn't put in an old style bed in those rooms. Well, and I mean, so put it in a floating frame, but 
you know, drop it four to six inches. Yeah. Even don't drop the frame, just get a thinner mattress. I mean, there are got to be all kinds of solutions, you know, yeah, completely. It's, it's, it's just, and that's, and that's why it really stunned me. Right. Is that mm -hmm. it's one of those things that they know better and we've seen them do better. And I don't understand why they didn't dare. Uh, They're always, they're always accommodating. I think at the end of the day, they, they, they will be, you know, it's just, I'm sure it's tough to say we're going to order 10,000 mattresses and put them in everywhere. Right. And we need 80 of these. Right. So it could be. Anyway, I'm sorry. That's my rant. I feel bad for my client because they're frustrated and and it does. It's, it's terrible. I, you know, you, you know, as well as I, that, you know, Every time you talk to someone who goes there, whether it's a client or not, Aaron, you want them to have a good time. Well, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It, you know, my – we'll get there. I've, <laughs> I've, I've, my, other, my, my, other, my other fun complaint about uh, – that's the rant show. Call me for that one. Okay. Um, but but anyway, so, so these Yacht Club rooms are, are 100% on point. They are <sighs> contemporary without stealing that because they're not – the rooms that they're contemporary, but they, they are they're modern. A, they're, yes, exactly. They, they're very modern. They are, are, they're done so well. They're, uh, I hate to use the term gorgeous, but they kind of are, they're clean, good lines, like just, just solid stuff. So much storage, so much storage compared to last time. There was like one place with four drawers, try to fit four people's clothes in it. Good right. luck. Right. Yeah. Um, well, and when you're staying, when you have a longer trip like you guys do, it, it is an issue. Like you really need to, you you can't live out of a suitcase for 11 days. It's not going to work. No, and 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 you know th- that's the thing. Like we did all that. We didn't even like like we could have. Uh, oh, what's when you shove a suitcase in another one? Oh, right, nesting. Nesting. Thank you. Like the nest. Yes. So we didn't have to nest the suitcases. We just shoved everything under the beds. Like nice. it was it, so much space there. Um, just even like, like the bathroom storage, that, that prep area, right. Um, new shower heads. It has the, 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 you know, above you rain shower head plus the, the pull a pull out handle to wash my non hair. Right. Um, you know, so, so all of that, just, just the attention to all of that, honestly, I know we're getting there and we ended up staying at the Grand Flow for three days. We were like four days into the vacation. And I looked at Brandy and said, you just want me to see if we can cancel that. And, <laughs> and we really thought about it. Um, and, and we'll get to our, our thoughts on, on the, the Grand in a bit. But okay. uh, fantastic. Uh, on top of that, the other renovation is the, the Ale & Compass uh, lounge slash restaurant, right? So, so no more captain's grill. Um, Brandy and I ate, we were down there for an adults only trip in January at the Ale and Compass restaurant for lunch, which was awesome. Um, this time skipped that, but we did go to the lounge once and I'm really upset that we only went once. (laughs) Um, Hey, if you got to rant about something, that's probably a positive thing to be ranting about. Exactly. So, so here's, Here's kind of my suggestion. If you were staying at the Yacht Club and you are a fan of the old Cruise Cup menu, it is now at the Ale and Compass all the time. Okay. So that lobster roll at Cruise Cup, did you ever partake? I, I did not, um, but I understand that there were many folks who were you know, big fans. 
and they were probably not happy when it left. It is at Ale and Compass all the time if you ask the right server. Um, it's on the lunch menu at Ale and Compass Restaurant, uh, but okay. they, they always have it around, and it is sure. legit. Um, I think there are two meals on property that under twenty bucks, twenty dollars and under, because this is twenty bucks on the on the nose that are underpriced. One is this lobster roll. And the second one, and I know you like it too, the slider duo at Brown Derby Lounge. Oh yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. stuff. So it's it's on point. Great space. Just a, again, like clean lines. Um you know they're going for that modern look. Uh kind of the standard bar fare. There wasn't anything like uh like special drink wise that I that I saw, but the food was great. They had a flatbed, flat bread for the kids. Um, like we walked in there, I think at six thirty. We're like, "Eh, we'll eat here," and pff, good to go. Um, <laughs> got that. Got two lobster rolls for Brandy and I. Had a had a beverage and just hung out on a rainy evening, right early in the trip. Okay. Um, but it, I I think that's a a big part of that. Um, it's it's not just okay. Yeah, they did the. I, that's what that's not just soft goods that's total refurb right on the rooms the way they classify stuff right? pretty much yeah i mean it, yeah. it's more than just changing out linens and getting some different colors in the curtains right they changed out the hard the the hardware they changed out the beds they changed out the dressers they did you know they, it's not it's not that they actually tore apart rooms but they they did change out all the furniture and, and they frankly did some redesign in the bathrooms too right now have you stayed yacht before Yacht or beach? Um, I, I have, um, I stayed at yacht club. Um, but it was, um, trying to remember, I was only, I was only there for like one night and I think it was just before the renovation. Right. So, so you know, that whole ale and compass area, right? Oh, yeah, that, yeah. Used to, that, that, that used to be like the worst use of food space on property. Oh, yeah. It was a, this sort of awkward right. lobby bar that, yeah. you know, occasionally had grab and go food. Right. So, so speaking of grab and go food, the other thing that they did was, if you remember from when you stayed, they, that if you wanted, um, kind of like counter service at your rest, at your hotel, you had to go the whole way over to beach club to the right, market right. over there. Yeah. Cause well, there they, was no they, counter service, anything. Right. So they mirrored that and put counter service in the gift shop at the yacht club. Okay. That's Alan compass, uh, marketplace, I think is what they're calling it. That sounds right. That's, that right. sounds familiar. Didn't partake. Menu looked pretty decent though. Um, I do have to say it completely cut the yacht club's gift shop in at least half. So you go in and it's like four Tommy Bahama shirts, uh, a bunch of pins, uh, a couple wine glasses. And I, I'm being a little facetious, but it was legit like, wow, this used to be pr- a pretty decent gift shop at a hotel. Right. Now it's a shell of what it used to be. So. I, I wonder if they I, just decided that they had, you know, they could, they could take advantage of the space in the, uh, beach club which was yep. connected and there was no real reason to have two full-size gift shops when yep. they needed the food service on the yacht club side uh, it's 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 true and i mean frankly if you want souvenirs you're going to spend your money somewhere so if it's not at the yacht club it's somewhere else so <laughs> likely yeah. true yeah. um but, all right so but, good things to say about yacht club yes 
Um, let's, let's talk some parks because yacht club was going to be your focus there, you know, on the, the resort or on the parks that are on either side of yacht club. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's start with the closest, um, and talk about anything that really stood out about your time at Epcot. Um, we're talking attractions, we're talking food, anything that stood out and, and stood out in, in any way, really. I mean, you know, because it was especially good, because it was disappointing. What right. about Epcot kind of sticks out in your mind? Okay, so a couple things. One, staying at Yacht Club, you can walk to France in the morning and get breakfast. Do that. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. If you aren't trying to get out, out like so our pool days or any day we were just kind of chilling um that's what i did because the food is better than down in the marketplace and frankly it's cheaper like i think i walked out with breakfast for four of us for 11.50 nice one day yeah you can't beat that um re- really really enjoyed that uh, so things that stood out at epcot uh one we brought a wine walk back from three years ago and completed it, and they okay. didn't say anything. Really? Interesting. Yeah. They said, you bought it. Here's your wine. <laughs> Very nice. Exactly. So so um, I don't know, uh, just to f- fill in the listeners if you don't know, there is a wine walk in World Showcase where you can get two, I want to say, four-ounce pours in three different countries uh, – being Germany, Italy, and France. Uh, it used to be 1650. It was one of the best deals on property. Now it's 34 bucks and it's still probably one of the best deals on property. Here's why. You when you do it for 3450, you receive two plastic World Showcase World Showcase wine walk. That is hard to say. Wine glasses, okay? So before you right. got nothing, you just drank the plastic glasses whenever you got there so so you have a souvenir out of it they are five bucks each we bought them don't ask why um <laughs> just be yeah but you, you you take that out that means it's 24 bucks with inflation from whatever 16 to 24 dollars not that bad still six pours of wine um but actually a, a pretty cool thing to do if you're a wine fan um Unfortunately, you don't get to choose. You just go in and they say, yes, here are the wines that are on the wine walk. This one is a very, very sweet red that you're probably not going to like. <laughs> well, That's yeah, I mean, you, you have say. to trust, right, that for the most part, they're going to serve you things that you might actually buy. Because let's be honest, the biggest, you know, one of the big reasons that they even do this wine walk is that they want to sell you wine. So right. they want you to taste these different wines because they want you to buy one. Right. Yep. Hundred percent. Yeah, I. It's um, obviously a marketing thing, right? The, the other thing is, even if you don't buy the wine that you try, you're in the wine store of three of three different countries where you're sure. going to say, "Oh, that's pretty bottle," right? right? Like, or, or like, say you didn't like this one, and then the person who poured it can say, "Oh, well, I'm sorry you didn't like this one, but maybe you would like this one better. You could take that yeah. one home with you." Yeah. Yeah. So um, the the other big thing is we we. We did do a date night on this trip, which we can get into um, just food here shortly, I'm sure, because sure. it's not a podcast if we don't talk about food. No, absolutely. Um, but we, we did take advantage of this wine walk while we were heading to our food destination. 
um, we, we walked through Epcot. So good planning took advantage of it. Exactly. So we hit that, um, guardians of the galaxy music dealy. I don't oh, know what right. it's called. Yep. Uh, it was pretty cool. We watched probably half of it. I mean, we were on a time schedule, so we didn't watch half of it. Here's the thing. I haven't seen the movie. Brandy hasn't seen the movie. I know that makes me a bad human in this circle, <laughs> but, but, uh, it was it was better than I expected it to be, um, not knowing anything about the movies or whatever. But it was, again, I, I don't know why I doubted it, but it was pretty solid. Well, that's um, good, and and you definitely need to go see the movie. So we'll just leave oh, yeah, it at it's that. on my it's on my list. I got to watch those two, and I got to watch. I haven't seen Iron Man one, so don't hate me. <laughs> you I'm know what? If you honest. had to, if you had to choose. I would say see Guardians first. Yes, that's it's it's on the list. So, um, so we did hit up these these wine establishments, right? Uh, they they did get more money out of me because I obviously needed to buy wine while we were in there. While Brandy drank her uh, her wine walk, so um, it, it's really cool. I mean, I know a lot of people love World Showcase, but there's so many different things and nooks and crannies and just random stuff that you can love that only one in 20 people are even going to notice. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's something different to everyone, right? Right, right. There are, there are all kinds of little niches and things that it just, if something happens to catch your eye, that's great. But the, the whole area isn't built around it. So if it's not the thing that catches your fancy, no big deal. Right. So, I honestly think Epcot for us this time was just kind of – I hate to say normal, but it was a good normal, right? So we got to do all the stuff that we liked pretty much. Um, you don't always do all of it, but uh, we had our normal Epcot day, got to uh, ride all the major attractions. We did surprisingly at one point walk through World Showcase, and Frozen was – it was 2.30 in the afternoon. Frozen was only at 25 minutes standby. Wow. That's yeah. a little surprising. It was. So, um, got on it a bunch. Uh, Via Napoli was fantastic as always. We did beer garden also. Um, good food. It was, uh, it was good. It's always fun. I think it's more fun with a big group like, uh, like at DDCC or, or one of those, right? Sure, um, sure. That makes a certain amount of sense. I mean, it's it's the experience is definitely enhanced by the people that you're there with. Right, right. So it was it was good. I don't know if it's on the list for next time. Um, there were things that we missed. Like I would, I I obviously like to get into uh, Rose and Crown. That didn't happen. Uh, did try the um, beer cheese poutine at Refreshment Port. And highly recommended. Good to know. Make sure you don't have a heart condition, but highly <laughs> recommended. Um, yeah. You know, it's weird because Epcot's normally one of those focuses for us that we at least end up there um, two full days and then maybe two or three evenings. It was nowhere near that this trip. Interesting. But I guess that's a good thing. You know, Athens sure. makes the heart grow fonder, so we'll get there. Um I guess right. we can move over to 
the other Crescent Lake Park. That's right. Let's head over to the studios and, uh, right. you know, no no Toy Story Land opening for you. So no. what are we doing instead in the studios? Nothing. We're doing nothing. <laughs> we're getting mad about it the entire time that we're there. So honestly, here's the uh, – I always make one error every single year while planning. And this year's error was not noticing that the friendship boats refurb was while we were there. Ah, uh, yes. Now it's not the friendship boats that are the refurb. It's one of the bridges. It's a bridge. There's one yes. bridge that is being rebuilt. And because that bridge is out, you cannot take the friendship boat all the way across. And it's going to be a while before that bridge is done. Bridge isn't out. They're just looking at the underside of it. It's ridiculous. Ah, oh, yeah. So at any rate, we had no friendship boat. Um, that means we did one of two things. We were either getting on a bus or walking to Hollywood studios. So we chose to get a minivan. Ah, okay. Four times, which we'll dig into that. I want that to be a whole like deal. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, but, uh, but okay. So, so studios for us, we did, um, I guess new and different things. Uh, Jedi training Academy as always. Um, Luckily, we had a Toy Story Fast Pass for the first night we got there uh, because two days later it shut down. Right, right, because it went down for the conversion and exactly. stayed down until Toy Story Land opened. Exactly. So we did get to ride it once, which was which was awesome. I'm glad we got that Fast Pass. I'm glad we, we were thinking about blowing it off and just figuring it out later in the week. Thank God we didn't. You right, know, we, right. we, we braved the rain to to get there. Um but uh, new things, new things to me, baseline tap house. I know that sounds weird coming from the beer nerd. Um, that was just a timing but, thing, right? Because it opened like uh, right after your trip last year or something. It like opened that. right after a trip last year. We went there in January and walked in and it was just kind of uh, bad timing. We had, we had kind of hit several establishments prior to and went in there and I looked up and I'm like, I don't want to drink anything here. Do you? And she said, no. So we just left. Um, this year, this summer trip was a completely different experience. We hit it at kind of opening, kind of like, you know, rope drop lunch, right? Um, mainly because the two times we went there, we were waiting for something else. So we popped in uh, the, the, the charcuterie and cheese plate is it put it in the best deal on property list. It's wow. eleven. It's eleven bucks, and it's the same size that you're gonna get at Cali Grill for twenty five or whatever it is. Um, it, it's just it's it's all California focused cheeses and meats. Um, some olives, I think some pickles. Uh, just it, it was it was great. Like like honestly, it was one of those where it's like eh, we'll just get two of those, and the beer pretzels fantastic, and we're just gonna sit here and snack. Um, the beer list wasn't bad. It's, it's, it's all California focused. I really wish that they would reimagine it a little bit and focus more on, uh, just America in general. I know that's, well, I, I don't even mind a focus on California. I just wish that they would broaden the scope I mean, California mm -hmm. microbrew is more than, just Sierra Nevada. Yeah, it's and, more than it's more and, than Sierra and Nevada. Stone. Yeah, and and you know Northern California IPA. Right, right. 
I, I, the thing is, is they only had two IPAs of the seven or eight beers that they had on tap, which uh-huh. surprised me. Yeah. Um, the Heffy that they had on was really good. They had a Pilsner, a couple Pilsners actually. Lagunitas Pilsner was fantastic. Um, they, my thing is, is and I, I understand in the capacity that they are, they have to have a massive amount of beer. But California is doing a really good job mimicking this whole New England style IPA, hazy IPA craze. Um, and that's really what's new in Cali. So you would hope that that would translate. It's never going to. Um, there's never. There's not going to be the production by any of these breweries to to get there. Um, the best I think I can hope for for this is uh, food and wine, or, or 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 food and arts festival, or food and garden fest. I don't know. Whatever they are, wine and garden. Um, <laughs> any of those festivals actually pulling some of this stuff from uh, from those breweries, but. I digress at this point. Baseline is fantastic. I didn't realize you could walk right into Sci-Fi Dine-In, which made it even better. So, Wait, um, say that again? You walked right into Sci-Fi Dine-In? Oh, uh, well, no. There's a doorway that you can walk in. Oh, oh, oh okay. It's connected. No I mean, one walks right into Sci-Fi Yeah, I was going to say, wait a second. <laughs> I mean, may, maybe I mean, even the bar, you usually have to wait for a stool. Oh, no. What? Okay, yes, no. So, <laughs> I understand what you're saying now. There's a hallway. You're, you're 100% right, but here's why. If you go to Sci-Fi Dine-In and you know that no matter what, your reservation's at 8.30 and it's going to be 9 o'clock when you get seated, you can go into Baseline Tap House. <laughs> oh, okay, and it, it, as an alternative to Tune-In Lounge. Or, well, that's 50s across oh oh, across the way you're right sorry yes we're mixing we're mixing our like same genre opposite sides. yes opposite sides of the street yes all right so so, yeah so so baseline's fantastic um ate it sci-fi whatever i mean it's it's awesome entertainment wise food's lacking they got to totally redo that place Personally, I, it's just like burger I had was mediocre at best is what it is. Eight at fifties prime time, my entire family was upset because we got a server who is nice to us. And I don't know why that's an issue. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, no, it is. It is. I mean, you know, we're, we're fans of tune in like, like everyone else um enjoy the menu at 50s it's not bad um i mean other than that i mean i'm really trying to figure out what we did there it was my daughter's first ride on rock and roller coaster she went on it three times so apparently she likes it it was also her first ride on uh tower of terror she will never go on it again interesting so that's that's similar to my son um who you know, loved rock and roller coaster. We'll ride it over and over again and won't even like go all the way down the path to where <laughs> tower of terror is. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of, kind of where we were at. So, I mean, she braved it once, so that's enough, I guess. Right. She um, made the, she made, she gave it an honest chance. Yeah. And I appreciate that. I mean, I have an affinity for tower cause we were there when it opened the day that it opened sure. back in the nineties. So 
I like it. It's totally sentimental because my mother was a huge fan of the Twilight Zone and a huge fan of that ride. Um, and it, for me, that's just that's what it is, right? I ride it every time I go. No one else in my family does. It's all good. Um, so, but but other than that, I mean, again, Studios was kind of what it is. Baseline was a great little add-on. I'm hoping to continue. We skipped Brown Derby Lounge this time, which again, absence makes the heart grow fonder. We'll be back there uh, back there next year. Um, as Brandy interjected from the peanut section or sooner if Brandy has her way. <laughs> Still lobbying from the peanut gallery. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um... <laughs> So I guess that's Hollywood Studios. I mean, I guess the only other thing is, you know, the gondola system is up and it's it's going full force. We're going to have it done and then lightning's going to shut it down. (laughs) Although, actually, I did hear from not a bus driver that they are rated for almost the same thing that the monorails are. So basically only hurricane force winds will shut them down. Okay, so they're all properly grounded. I mean, I figured that was the case because they use these things on, you know, ski resorts and in, in you know, for mountain, uh, like big yeah. mountain. Yeah, like uh, exc- uh, what am I? What's the word I'm looking for? Traversing almost. So exactly. they're 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 much more. This isn't just a ski lift. Here's here's my thing. Do you really think Disney is going to drop that much money into something that they're going to get sued because someone gets struck by lightning? Come on now. They're smarter than that. Well, you, I, would, I, you would think. I, there are probably – Disney Legal would have put <laughs> a, a kibosh to that in 30 seconds. any rate, that – but honestly, within a year – I mean that, that project started um, probably three or four months after we went last summer, and it is – you can tell. It's crazy. The amount of construction cranes around property between that and the fact that I don't know what they're building for Guardians of the Galaxy. Going back to Epcot, sorry. Mm-hmm. We did we, we did see some steel. Right, and it right. is really it is really high in the sky. And I really don't know how they're going to like keep sight lines okay with that. <laughs> there have been a lot of questions about that. We'll kind of have to wait and see. Well, I'm I'm excited, man. That looks awesome. It's one of the few reasons I want to watch the movie. So um, any rate, all right. We so, know there's a lot of changes coming, but yes, yes. Uh, so, so we've talked about a couple of parks. Um, now before we get to talking about animal kingdom and, uh, magic kingdom, uh, let's, let's talk a little bit about the transfer to grand Floridian because it was more than just transferring your family to grand Floridian for the first time you had, some more folks traveling with you. Yes. So it was the first multi-generational trip for the Jort family. Um, my father, who has been a Disney champion for years, who took us uh, every year for a whole bunch of years growing up, he and my stepmother um, decided to join us for this trip, which is awesome. 100% so excited that it happened. It was fantastic. The only downside is that he's like, yeah, we'll schedule this 70 days out. Okay. Great. 
Well, he didn't buy tickets till 30 days out. Ouch. Then he changed his dates 20 days out. (laughs) (laughs) So being the nerd that I am and the nerd that you are, you can all understand how much this, like, like the amount of anxiety that I had in my chest just for these three days. And here's why. I wanted it to be a great experience because, frankly, moving forward, I want this to be a multi-generational trip. As much as they want to join us, right? Like, it was fantastic. I, end of the day, it was fantastic, right? Um, we, we, we got to a point where uh, I was up at 5 in the morning on property getting fast passes for two days later because they came open. It was, it was nuts. Right, right. Nuts. So, um, but, but yeah, so it was my dad's first time that he got to go to the parks with my kids. Um, and my, my stepmother, same, same thing. It was a whole heck of a lot of fun. Now they didn't listen to me and didn't stay on Disney property. Okay. We'll talk about that later. (laughs) (laughs) So, so the, uh, the, okay, we're going to save money here, save money there, bug bit them, uh, ended up staying off property. Um, which, which worked out fine. I mean, you know, this being an 11 day trip for, for us is the, you know, the core George family, we got to do everything we wanted to. So when, when my, my, my dad and, and stepmom joined us, um, it was kind of like, okay, let's do everything we should do as a family. So he wanted to go to three parks. He wanted to hit Hollywood studios, wanted to hit Epcot, even though he hates it. He, <laughs> my stepmom wanted to hit Epcot. Um, and, uh, then obviously we we finished with with Magic Kingdom. Um, the 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 hiccup was is that in the in the middle of the trip, you know, originally they were going to come in the middle of the trip, which was going to be fine because we had it all figured out how to to take care of that. Well, they switched to the end of the trip, which was when we were transferring to Grand Flow, which was going to be just Magic Kingdom focused. Right, which right. was going to be enjoying the resort. Um, it ended up we got to to do that. Uh, we got to enjoy the resort just because of the fact that Hollywood Studios, if you get there early and get everything done, you're done at two. We went back, all of us, and hung out at the pool until seven thirty, eight o'clock that night. Right? Sure, sure. So, so we we got to experience the resort. I feel to to the extent that we wanted to. Um, but it did cause a lot of scrambling. So it's, it's, it's one of those where you, uh, challenges come up, you, you, uh, you address them and you, you, you figure it out. Now, long story short, at the end of the day, last day we were there, it was like, you know, we're at magic kingdom run around all day. Like I got, I found, Seven Dwarfs Mine fast. Seven Dwarfs Mine Drain fast passes two days prior to two. This is the five o'clock in the morning conversation I was talking about. Oh right, right. I found, I found two of them for them, so they could match up with ours. Like it was just, it was perfect, right? Like, like there were other powers involved in, this, in some <laughs> capacity. So, but we all got to ride that together. We all got to ride everything, and so at the end of the day, my dad's like, did a good job. It's like. I don't know how you did it, but but you did you did a good job. And nice. I'm like, 
that's all that matters. That's all that matters is that he felt that he did everything that he wanted to. My stepmom's not a big ride fan. She just wanted to be there and, and enjoy the kids. And uh, the the biggest thing that, that I kind of take away from it is that the kids enjoyed them being there. I mean, I figured that they would, but it was like they were fighting over who would ride on what ride with them. Like it was back and forth. It was, it was really awesome to see. It was uh, their their memories that I'm so glad that we have now. Sure, absolutely. As as much as the front end was was what it was. So so that's my little tearjerker section in the center there. Everything was <laughs> awesome, right? It was fantastic. But let's talk about the transfer to Grand Flow. Um, sure. So. Yacht Club was fantastic. We called them. They came up, took our bags, took them to Grand Flow, had no issue, spent a day at Epcot, went to Grand Flow that evening. Everything was there, called down, bags come up within 10 minutes. Um, can't can't beat it. Uh, we got upgraded from a standard room to, I don't know, Aaron, what do you call the turret rooms? The, 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 are, the are they the junior suites? Where it's it has the extended kind of mini living room. Um, I think that they just call those deluxe rooms, but but they're they're very nice. It's a, a nice yep. little kind of bump out of of space. And that's what it is. And here's where the difference between a standard yacht club room and the grand flow room comes into place. If we were at a standard grand flow room. We probably would not have been happy with our stay there. Interesting. Um, here's the deal. <laughs> there was nowhere to put the suitcases. There was very little storage. Things didn't quite work out as well. The shower was meh. Um, the extra room was fantastic. The fact we had two TVs, a couch, uh, 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 basically a recliner, right? So we had this little you know, jut out of a place to hang out and chill. If we would have been there for eight or nine days, that would have been awesome. Yeah. Um, Cause you have that little, there, it's like a parlor almost. Yeah. It's kind of how, yeah, exactly. Um, that saved it. If it was a standard room, and I mean, granted, don't get me wrong. I paid for a standard room. I didn't expect any of this. Um, we got lucky, right? Right, right. But, okay. So I'm looking and they do, they call that, they call it a deluxe room. Okay. Um, if it was just a standard room, I, I really think we'd be sitting here having a different conversation about, uh, just cause uh, you would have been cramped with the luggage in the way and underfoot. And I get that. Cause yeah. I was going to say the, the one thing that I noticed, cause it, they're nice rooms and comfortable oh, yeah, beds, yeah. Mm-hmm. but, but even me by myself for a relatively short stay. Now, granted I had some extra stuff because I had to be, you know, in business clothes for meetings during yeah. my stay. So I had some extra clothes, but one person I was finding myself you know, stuffing drawers full because they're tiny drawers and I'm not a tiny person. So even when I fold up my clothes, they take up space. Yeah. Same boat. So, you know, same boat. Yeah. And and I'm not, I'm not knocking the resort. I'm not knocking the fact that it was like, but, but I agree. I don't see how a family of four puts their clothes away. Yeah. What I do see though, is those rooms are going to be their best rooms on property once they do the hard refurb. Oh yeah. Cause it's great. Which space. is coming. Yeah. 
Uh, not even just like like a standard room is going to be fantastic i mean don't don't get me wrong i know that those rooms are still 90s rooms right like i mean it's there's still that imprint there from the the original room um so so we got there we got this room um fantastic super excited super excited to get there um Aaron, I don't, I don't know if you want to agree with me, but I don't know if I'd stay there again. And here's why: clientele's kind of a little bit of a pain in the butt. That might be true sometimes. I think what would get me to stay there again is that I had some of the best cast like performance, not just positive interactions, but cast members who went above and beyond to take care of things for me at the grand floridian than Mm -hmm. i've had anywhere in property i mean i will give you that focused attentive and not just solicitous of you know we'll try and do for you but having the knowledge and skill to just make it happen right so so i will i will give you that um i i'm not trying to just base all of this on on one thing but so so we hit Grand Floridian Cafe. It was 20 minutes before close. I get it. We got a server who was not attentive. It was just – it was junk, dude. It was one of the worst service experience I've had on property. Ouch. The only thing that's uh, – dinner. Yeah, oh, you said ouch. My bad. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, um, so the service was bad, but the food was so good it saved the meal. <laughs> Was that that poached lobster on top of the burger? Oh and then yeah, my, and then Brandy had a steak, Gigi had a steak. Like I mean, the food was fantastic, and and that's what saved the meal. Um, so whatever, we'll try it again. That's not that's neither here nor there. But I mean, one of one of our biggest issues is, and I guess this is a point moving forward. But one of our biggest issues is. You know, we hate coming back to a room and it being like three thirty or four, and the room's not done yet, right? Ah, uh, yes. So we came back at three thirty one day. They said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, we'll get it done." So we spent two and a half hours over in the lobby, which again isn't an issue. The lobby is fantastic. The entertainment there is fantastic. Um, but we came back at five thirty and it wasn't done. Yeah. Um. So got to give it to him. I'm like, I'm going up front. I'm, I'm taking care of this. So I walked up front, talked to them and had a fantastic manager come over. And I mean, honestly, I was like, look, I don't, we're checking out tomorrow. I don't, I I don't care. Right. (laughs) Like doing whatever you're going to say, like whatever you're going to say, it's, it's not going to affect the rest of my trip, but frankly, tell me how I can fix this in the future. Right. Sure. And I mean, they, they were, they were hundred percent gracious. They, you know, they, they unnecessarily gave me a credit on the room. Wasn't a ton, but it was enough to pay for a dinner. I, I mean, it was, it was okay. Right. 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 It's, 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 it's service recovery and, and they did a creditable job of service recovery. Yeah. But, but they said that it can be up until 6 PM that your room gets done. I'm like, is that every resort? I mean, I've had issues at resorts where it's where like we come back at two and they're there at two. Okay, great. That's not a big deal. Um, one thing I did find out, I didn't know this, Aaron. I'm sure you did, but 
you can schedule that stuff. I was just going to say the key is, and we discovered it not because I was knew anything from the travel trade or anything like that, but because my wife asked. Um, mm-hmm. Back in the day when my kids really napped and napped hard at at I, Disney, mm-hmm. um, our first day we're at the Poly, and. Like the first day we're coming back, the kids are crashed out. They're exhausted. And of course, there comes the knock at the door for housekeeping. Uh, and mm-hmm. my wife said, okay, I'm just going to deal with this. I can't do this every day. Right. <laughs> so right. she goes and talks to him and she just said, okay, here's the, here's what happens. We need you to have it done here. And they, and they'll get it scheduled up front. So, yeah. you know, she would tell him, look, we need to have somebody come and take care of the room. I promise you we'll be gone. We'll be out of the way. So come between, you know, 10 and two. Right, we'll be out of the way. You'll get done. We won't bother you again. Yep. Yeah. No. They they said that if you have a specific time frame where you want to be back in the room, call Bell or not Bell Services. Call housekeeping. Yeah. And tell them the times you were going to be gone, and they will have it taken care of by the time you leave. Yeah. That is the biggest tip I learned from this trip. Yeah. And and you know the the key to it really is just don't don't abuse it. Right. Don't be obnoxious no. about it, but the, the, they will go out of their way to, to get you yeah. fit into the schedule well, so that they don't interrupt you. Um, well, and, and it, all it takes is calling and asking. Yeah. Well, and, and here's, here's my thing. You know, we're up early, gone. We're rope drop people. We're gone until yep. two o'clock. If I call them and say, could you be there between nine and two o'clock? And we show up at two and they're finishing up or they're about to start. That's not a big deal. It's whenever you get back at two and the room's not done. Well, and right. You see someone in the hall and they say, oh, well, I'll take care of you next. And they, they honestly, they, they, they want to take care of you. I mean, they're, they're fantastic. Mousekeepers are fantastic. They're like, I'll do you next instead of this place. You know, like the, right. they'll do that stuff. And, but not having to deal with that every day. That's the win. I mean, sure. it, we all know that the 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 commodity you can't get back on property is time. So right. when you want to spend time in your room, like you know, I, you know, we're we're at the Grand Flow for three days. We're probably never going to stay there again. Um, not because of anything, but you know, I'm not going to drop five hundred dollars a night all the time when I can do yeah. half of that. At you know, you know right. where we're at. So we wanted to spend time in, in, I wanted to sit in my parlor. Sure. And hang out and and drink it in. And watch Stacy and drink beer. That's all I wanted to do. Yeah. And, And Grand Flow has some unique problems with it. Because one of the things we did notice is that it's the hotels that have, um, DVC attached to them that have multi room suites that have the hardest time getting things cleaned by two. Right. Right. They just do because it, it takes longer to do those multi-room suites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, the funny thing is, is that, that, that and, and just to get back to the resort, oh, I mean, sure, we've, sure. Been, we've been in this for a while, but the funny thing is, is that we, we've stayed at a, a, a lot of Disney resorts and you look at the map of Grand Flow and you're like, oh my God, this thing is massive. So you walk around. Hmm. Everything is just there, man. I mean, um, so so we hit on all that. Everything's close. We this trip we ate at Gasparilla Grill, which was hands down fantastic. I only ordered ch- like chicken fingers or 
chicken nuggets every time we were there. <laughs> but but uh, just I, I I like the vibe. I the menu is pretty solid. Um, just a for a twenty four hour counter service, you can't beat it. Yeah. Um, Grand Flow Cafe, like I said, some of the best food we had on this trip. Um, because we're at the Grand Flow, so so our date night this trip, we decided to do Narcoosies. Very nice. And it was up until two hours prior, we didn't know if we were going to go. Really? Oh, yeah. No, we, we're just like, all right, do we want to spend the money? Do we want to do this? Do we want to do that? Sure, and sure. I just, I, I just looked at Brandy and I said, look, we're going to spend 200 bucks at Narcoosies. I know me and I know you, and we're going to spend 300 bucks if we just stay at World Showcase. <laughs> <laughs> so so we ended up going over. We had a fantastic meal at Narcoosies. We got there. We, our reservation was like 820. We got stuck on a monorail that got broken. Uh, we'll go there, but um, we we got stuck at the poly for 25 minutes and then had to go to the Grand Flow. We showed up 20 minutes late for a reservation. We walk in, they're like, "Right this way, sir." It was fantastic, great service. Um, order our food. They said, "Hey, fireworks are in 20 minutes. Your food will be ready when you get back from fireworks." I love that. Le- legit. Walked outside, watched fireworks, walked back in, sat down within two minutes. A freshly poached lobster and a perfectly cooked sirloin steak was sitting in front of me, and it was it was probably the second best meal we had the entire time we were there. And the other one only being Grand Flow Cafe, and frankly, I think that Narcoosis would be better, would have been better than that, but the fact that you get butter poached lobster on top of a burger for half the cost of whatever <laughs> I just bought. That's the only reason it's better. And frankly, that's the best burger on property hands down. So, so the Narcoosis experience was, uh, we're going to go there again. I was actually surprised how inexpensive it was. Like we got out of there with tables, obviously, but we got out of there with tables for, uh, and, and, and a drink each for 180 bucks. Wow. For two for a That's date night, I, I really think, and I mean, we we didn't go like eighteen pound poached lobster. I mean, granted, it, it, we were mindful with what we were getting. Sure, but, and but, you had your tables discount, but still, it's a high end meal, and you you oh, yeah. you know that's a, a reasonable date night, even not at Signature Dining. Right. Um, I here's how reasonable we thought it was. We almost took the kids back later in the trip. Like just said, let's just – when we went to the Grand Flow Cafe, we chose that because it was different. We almost walked up to Narcoosis and said, hey, we got four people. It's a quarter to ten. Can you take us? Like <laughs> <laughs> honestly, we're like, sure. like whatever. Uh, if you say no, we're going over there. So. Right, right. Um, but uh, but right. yeah, so – so that, that's kind of grand flow in a nutshell. Right. Long story short, I don't know if I'll stay there again. I don't know if I'll pay for it. They they got to after they do re- redo the rooms, different story. But um, we kind of came to the realization that we really enjoy the grand flow lobby more than you do the room. 
And I can do that. <laughs> Not saying. <laughs> right. For less than 600 a night. Yeah. I mean, honestly, dude, we got it for 465 a night. Nice. You can't beat that. No, good discount. At all. And and that's what I said. It was only $100 more than what Yacht Club was. And the fact that I was absolutely fine paying that for Yacht Club and let's go try Grand Flow. Why not? Um, sure. It was it was solid. So all right. Um, well, so, so let's let's get back well, to the parks in this area because yeah. because you know we we've talked um, about the other parks, but we haven't uh, gotten ourselves to uh, really Magic Kingdom stuff much or uh, Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. Let's start there because it's pretty quick. Last year, screwed up. You know that <laughs> you, you know that whole one screw up per trip. Right. It was flight of passage. Um, had no clue going into it. Obviously we booked this 60 days out flight of passage just opened when we booked our, our fast passes and Brandy and I are uh, sitting there at seven o'clock in the morning booking fast passes. And I said, Brandy, we're in animal kingdom. The only fast pass I can get for flight of passage is two thirty. She said, we're going to be gone by two thirty. Why would you get that? Just get Navi river journey or river rapids or whatever the hell it is. Um, get the other Pandora ride and then we'll just rope drop flight of passage, which was the worst decision we've made in a long time. Again, live and learn. So, uh, so this trip we'd actually built in, um, two flight of passage fast passes. Um, one early in the trip on the day that we were going to go to animal kingdom. And then one later in the trip, when we were going to go to some other park, but it was 9 a.m. Okay. Okay. So we had, because it was early in the trip that we were going, we had resolved ourselves to saying we are going to get our heinies out of bed at a ridiculously early hour, get into a minivan and get to the parks at 7 a.m. Um, we got there at 7.08. So. We, we were close. Got up. We uh, got there. <laughs> Stood in line till 7.30. Followed, you know, basically the cattle drive back to Pandora. Walked through. Did all of that. We got on the first ride of Flight of Passage by rope dropping it the way that you should, which is not showing up at 8 o'clock. <laughs> um, and it 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 was what it was, but it was 100% worth the effort. Uh, I didn't think the ride could be that good, Aaron. Honestly, did not think that. It was fan-darn-tastic. Um, everyone in the family enjoyed it. The fact... Well, one of the memories I will have for the rest of my life is being on Flight of Passage and looking to my left where my six-year-old son was sitting and you've seen Incredibles. Obviously you've seen Incredibles too. He looks like dash, but it was like his hair was just like whipping in the wind of the air that was blowing <laughs> on him. And it was just like, like peace at that moment. Like no matter what was going on on the screen, it was just like peace, right? It was fantastic. And obviously that's an emotional reaction to it, but the ride was amazing. The, it was totally long enough to warrant the wait. It it was killer, man. 
it was killer. I didn't I did not trust other people's opinions that it was that good. I thought it was just, oh, we waited in line for 240 minutes and this was a fantastic ride because we have to tell ourselves that. Yeah, nah, it was really good, dude. You've been on it, I'm assuming. Yes. Uh, oh yeah, point. I've been on it a couple of times and I love it. Um and you know, it's one of the few attractions where, I mean, I think I've mentioned before, I, I get motion sickness issues and, and right, 3D right. makes it worse. Um, yeah. But it's one of the few attractions that even if I've forgotten my motion sickness meds, right. I'll brave it. You know, I'll ride oh, it I, because then I'll just go sit at Nomad until I feel better if I have to. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. That's the second half of this conversation. So, <laughs> um, so, so Flight of Passage is absolutely awesome. It is worth worth getting there early it is worth getting up way too damn early to book your fast passes 60 days out it is the ish totally totally 100 what soren should be <laughs> good way to put don't that don't soren's good yeah yeah but you know what i'm saying i do it is it is like taking that tech and making it like like plussing that tech and that's what disney does fantastic the, you know, it's, it's, it's honestly, to me, it's the little things, right? So the 3d thing's great. The, 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 the motion is great. That fake dinosaur thing breathing between your legs. <laughs> oh my God. Dude. It just, it, it just, it, it, it sucked it, you in. Yeah. I, it, it feels so real and so lifelike. We walked out of that and bring, yeah, I mean, you know, we started this vlog, right? So Brandy's has a camera on me and, and, Afterwards, she's like, so what do you think? I said, if they would have done that with a property that someone cared about, could you imagine how long this line's going to be? And next fall, end of next fall. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what we'll be talking about. So this, this is my other rant is the fact that now that we absolutely love Crescent Lake, we're never going to be able to get a room there. Hmm. Don't tell anyone. Tell them all to stay at wherever. <laughs> all right uh so that was so. what what animal kingdom was all about for you um any nomad. other nomad oh i'm lounge. sorry go ahead nomad lounge. nomad lounge right second trip to nomad fantastic we've done it with family last couple times um love the setup love the food mad they got rid of the tacos fantastic service this time um it it is a must hit for us. It's in that Brown Derby, Abercadabar, um uh where else did I say baseline? Like it is it is that must hit for us. Um wasn't as impressed with the bread service this time as I was last time. Um I think I, I think I had some uh, some pining for some Sana at that point. <laughs> okay. But uh but but Food was decent enough. Um, the cool thing that I didn't realize is that they'll let you order off the Tiffin's menu even if it's noon. Uh, they will. However, here's the trick. It's not the full menu. No, it's the bar menu, right? Well, you can order anything on the appetizer menu or anything on the – there's this page in the middle that's additions, right? Okay. Which is they're, – they're sort of sides plus, right? They're things that you can get with – any of the entrees. So it includes things like the lobster tail. Right. Um, but they're, they're essentially somewhat bigger, small plates. 
Yeah. Right. So, so you can get anything on the Nomad Lounge menu, anything on the Tiffin's appetizer menu, and anything on the Tiffin's, um, I think they just call it the, the additions menu. Right. Um, plus and, the kids, right, plus and, the kids menu. Yeah, and anything on the kids menu, which frankly, at Nomad, it's we're not talking good. chicken nuggets. No. There, there's a – the last two years, they've had – uh, they've had steak, a really good steak. The only thing my daughter was upset about was the fact that they got rid of the purple potatoes. Oh man, maybe it's just seasonal. They got to wait till they come uh, back around again. That's, that's my guess, but um, but yeah, I mean we've we've had good experiences there. Totally recommend that place. Um, other than that, I mean Donald's Dino Bash was character meeting fantastic good to know um scrooge was way too long of a line <laughs> we wait we waited for scrooge for like 55 minutes in the sun in the afternoon oh, that's hard and there's no shade in that area at all ah uh, it's so bad it's so bad i mean we got we got into wait the thing was is that seemed to be the only one where I mean, we all know about the character rotation. It just seemed like Scrooge would come out, meet seven people, and then go away, and 20 minutes later, he would come back. Um, I, I think part of the issue with that is that with some of these rare characters, one of the reasons they're rare is that um, – gee, okay, if you're if you're listening to this show and you're a child – Plug your ears. Yeah. Earmuffs. Because <laughs> the, the issue is that it's not like they have half a dozen Scrooge costumes, right? Yeah, I'm with you on that. So it's it's basically they got to get that guy out. They got to get him out of the costume, air it out at least a little bit, and then right. get somebody else in the costume. Right. And they can, because of the heat, they can only handle it for so long at a time. Yep. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me, but it was just, uh, that that was the only one that was kind of a pain in the butt sure so but uh other than that i mean it was it was uh it wasn't bad <laughs> it was it was better than normal dino land we'll just leave it at that there you go which you know means it was better than a kick in the groin but yeah it's still an improvement exactly 100 exactly. all right well we'll take what we can get exactly. um <laughs> anything else park wise that we haven't talked about that was a uh, you know worth mentioning I mean, overall, or are we moving to Magic Kingdom? Oh, uh, Magic Kingdom. I'm sorry. Gosh. How do I get us yeah, out of order there? So Magic uh, Kingdom, one monorail stop away from you at Grand Floridian. Right. So so Magic Kingdom, at least for us, this trip was was pretty normal. Um, the only thing I will throw out there is that it was busy as all get out for this early in June. Um, we, we talked about it prior to recording. It might have been the fact that a lot of people like me um, – assumed that toy story land would be open and they just continued their vacation right uh it just felt packed man well okay so that makes a certain amount of sense too because now we're talking about the fact that toy story land didn't open all these people who presumably came with younger kids because they were anticipating toy story land ended up where they logically would end up which is magic kingdom right um it was like I said, it was it was pretty normal, right? So we didn't do any uh 
any table service in Magic Kingdom. We had Pecos Bills. wasn't terrible. Um, really, I mean, I, we missed the Incredibles Bash summer-wise dealy thing. Right, um, right. We got over there for some pictures in the evening, but you know, I my thing is is that we're going to spend our time at Magic Kingdom doing the things we want to do at Magic Kingdom, and then by the time we were maybe going to go over there, it was a hundred degrees and two thirty. So we said, "Peace out, Boy Scout," and uh, figured we'd come back in the evening and. Didn't quite, didn't quite work out. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, you know, and I, I, not to take this in a different direction, but I, I think actually that there's a phenomenon here because we've done a longer trip like this before too, this 10, 11 mm-hmm. day trip. And I, I think that there's a tendency as you get towards the end of these longer trips to have things kind of fall by the wayside, right? Because you've, you've been there long enough that you still love what you're doing. Right. But but the you don't have the adrenaline rush that carries well, you through the long day anymore, and and has you putting up with the heat and things better when you're when you're there the tenth and eleventh day. You know what? It's not worth the fight anymore. We had a good time. We can still have a good time back at the resort. Let's just get to the air conditioning. So so I think you're right to some some respect. But our Magic Kingdom days fell. Oddly, this trip. We had one full Magic Kingdom day on the front end, one the last day we were there, and one in the middle. Oh, okay. um, the front end one, and, and, and to your point, our family's a bit different. We look at it and we say, we're here for 11 days. It's day two. Right. We can always get We don't back have to, to do this today. We're going to come back to it, yep. especially because we have annual passes and come back and do stuff in the evening or whatever. Right. So, um, that's part of it. Second part is, is we didn't have three full rope drop magic kingdom days, which on a long trip like this, we have at least that, uh, always the last day. Always. It is tradition. We will continue it. It is what it is. Usually on the front end, first or second day, um, we hit it, and then someday in the middle. The issue is, is the day in the middle, um, because of scheduling with with my my dad and stepmom coming down. We had scheduled a Magic Kingdom day on a day we were going to do the Trattery Al Forno breakfast. Okay. Because we wanted to do both. Well, then they they backed out of that and came later on the trip. But I'm like, it's 25 days out. We're not going to find Trat for breakfast when we want it. So it is what it is. We're doing this and then we're going to magic kingdom afterwards. So it wasn't one of our, you know, true magic kingdom days. Okay. Which by the way, still the best breakfast on property. Tratchery Alforno. Go meet the princesses and the princesses or the princes. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And, and order the calzone. You will. It will be. It, take a Zantac, but it's fantastic. <laughs> okay. Oh, so good. So good. So good. Um. So. So yeah. So I mean, the big new things at 
at Magic Kingdom for us were the big new things because we had extended family with us. Um, it was laughing till my belly hurt at the fact that my stepmother and Brandy decided to get in the front of the Splash Mountain log. <laughs> And summarily got soaked. It was amazingly funny. Oh, so good. Um, but it was stuff like that. I mean, I, we really didn't do anything different. I know that that means that we're boring, but we didn't do anything different in Magic sure. Kingdom. No, I get it. I get it. You have your things you enjoy, and that's what you did, and you did them and you enjoyed them. So – Let's pass that. I know we got to wrap this thing up. Sure. Um, so let's get to our wrap-up questions. Uh, oh, I'm well, sorry. You have something up. else. Uh, yeah, I do. We hit Disney Springs the first day we got there. Because of the fact that we flew in on Wednesday night, we had all of Thursday that we didn't have park plans for. So oh, sure. we we had originally um, – that was going to be our travel day, so it was going to be Disney Springs plus maybe a park in the evening. Well, when we decided to come in the night before, it was Disney Springs – plus a park in the evening. So that was Hollywood studios. That was the, uh, uh, toy story mania conversation we had earlier, but we hit Disney Springs earlier. Um, I never thought I could have that much fun bowling at Disney, but this is two years in a row in a row that splitsville has been awesome. Um, I really loved it. I had the best time. So, So good. Best sushi on property for the price. For sure. Anyone can fight me on it. I win. Hmm. Just saying. Um, great entertainment. Great, like, just, just something else for the kids, right? Like, so, expensive energy. We're at Disney Springs. It's all good. Did that. Um, so, Splitsville was the second year in a row we did it. We will probably do it for the foreseeable future. Um but we did get into Wine Bar George, it being a new property. Sure. Um, I was kind of impressed not being a wine guy. Uh, 130 different types of wine. In a place where a lot of people aren't going to go there multiple times. Like that's what gets me, right? So we are going to have a rotating wine list of 130 wines. Yep. Good luck trying as many as you. <laughs> I, I, I mean, you can't look at it and be like, I'm going to try this next time because I'm coming here in six months. It's probably gone. Um, but uh, we, we didn't have dinner. We just grabbed a couple small plates. Really good stuff, man. Um, mac and cheese bites. I didn't realize deep fried mac and cheese could be that good. <laughs> but um, – but honestly, it's one of those like cool spaces go into – I know it's right across from Jock Lindsay's and right next to Boathouse, and it's right there, and there's a ton of competition. But it's definitely a place to stop in and just hang out. Uh, one of the best old fashions I had on property while I was there. So the bartenders know what they're doing on top of it. So that's, so that's a win. We had homecoming also, much to my wife's chagrin because there's no G. And – um. And it drives the teacher in her crazy. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, so so she boycotted Sargento because it was persnickety cheese for persnickety people or something like that. She hated the word persnickety, so she didn't buy it until okay. they their marketing. Right, right. Um, 
I had to start calling it Chef Art Smith's instead of Homecoming to get her there. <laughs> <laughs> so we got there. We, we we ordered a bunch of appetizers. Just way too much food. All good. I will throw out there that if you get the shrimp cocktail, don't expect a shrimp cocktail. It's like an avocado salad with tomatoes and shrimp. It's really weird. That is odd. Yeah, but but the the, the chicken sliders are fantastic. I mean, the, overall the food was really good. Um, just some odd things there, but uh, solid stuff. So I think that's it. I think that's all right. That's, so let's so, let's do our usual wrap ups. Right. Um, so the, the first one, you know, there's so much to choose from on a long trip like this, but, um, really that's probably the best place for us to focus the question. Um, somebody who's got the opportunity to take a longer trip, they've got the vacation days available to do it for the first time. And they're just trying to decide, you know, can I, is it worth it to spend the whole vacation time at Walt Disney world? What advice would you give them either, you know, yes, you should or no, you shouldn't, or maybe better, you know, what's the the best way to take advantage of a longer trip like that? I always feel that a longer trip allows you to take advantage of what I would consider the secondary stuff, right? So everyone goes there for the parks. A lot of people should go there to enjoy their resort. So if you're going to go there for a longer trip, I know that it increases the cost, but at least for part of your trip, whether it's the middle, the end, however you want to do it, doing a split stay at a deluxe resort, um, really such as is Yacht Club, mainly because Stormalong Bay is like its own little water park, right? So, sure. I mean, it a lot of people really enjoy it. Um, when you're there for a long trip, stopping and smelling the roses at the stuff that isn't the go, go, go stuff is, is a hundred percent what you need to focus on. Cause obviously the, we're going to go to X park and do X is going to come into your, your purview at that point. But, but really saying, okay, we're going to stay at the yacht club. We're, we're there for 11 days. We're going to stay at, uh, some moderate, and then in the middle, we're going to stay at the Yacht Club and then go back to a different moderate. Let's just say that's the scenario. Um, focusing on run, 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 enjoying your deluxe, run, 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 run at the end is it, it is a way that we've kind of found it. Like this trip, normally we have one resort day because we knew we were going to be at Yacht Club uh, and wanted to take advantage of Storm Long Bay. We ended up having two resort days where, uh, because of the proximity to Epcot, we could go there. But we hit, uh, we spent the day at Stormalong Bay, and then you know did a good dinner. So we did Cape May one night, and then went to Epcot, uh, and then did the Annapolis one night, then went to Epcot. Uh, or well, we were, we were in Epcot, but uh, really looking at what else you can do outside of the park. So for, for us, that's, that's hanging out at the resort and chilling for you. It might be, uh, spending more time at Disney spring because you want to, you want to take in that dining or, or, uh, uh, mini golf, right? Like 
Like sure. there's so many things to do, right? Okay. Uh, so, so that's my big thing. If you're going to spend the time there, if you're, if you're going to say, I'm going to be there for 11 days, figure out some, some ways to chill out. And I guess I, I mean, Aaron, you, you know more about moderates than I do, but I guess you could really say like Coronado's kind of the same ballpark. You could do the same thing. So, so yeah. fill me in. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you could, um, you know, it would, de- it would depend on, I think during the construction, it's a little hard to say, well, but, but, yeah. um, I mean, I, I think that there are places you could do it. Um, frankly, even Caribbean beach, right. They've got a really Agreed. nice pool. The, yeah. the lazy river mm-hmm. there kind of takes that pool to another level. It, I mean, frankly, Port Orleans, you can do the same thing. Honestly, at pop, you can do the same thing. There's enough stuff to do at pop slash art of animation. You can walk around and see, I, well, the the bottom line is, I, I I think the point is well taken because the bottom line is that there's plenty of places you can go and things to do that are not in park, and so right. the 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 reason a lot of people end up not experiencing those is because they don't want to give up their park time. And I think what we're saying here is that the the best advice for taking this longer trip, don't take a longer trip because you're going to cram in more park time. Uh-huh. Take a longer trip so that you can take the time to enjoy the out-of-park stuff more comfortably and maybe stretch out your park time, right? You don't have to spend 10 hours right. a day in a park. You can right. spend five right. hours in the park and enjoy the things that are not in the park. Let me add one more thing to that. If you're there for a long trip, buy the park hopper. If you're not an AP, buy the park hopper because it makes your life so much easier and amortized over that entire trip. It's six bucks a day per person. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. A hundred percent, hundred percent gives you the flexibility that you need to do what you want to do. So, um, so go ahead, Aaron, what's the next question? So, and then the last one is, uh, and I think it's always harder in a longer trip. So I'm going to push you and make you pick just one. Right. What's the one thing that five years down the road, when you, when, when this image pops into your head, it's going to instantly say summer 2018. That one's tough. Man. Um, can I do two because it's a long trip? I mean, one <laughs> one I already talked about is looking over my, my, my six-year-old on Flight of Passage. Like, that's not going anywhere. Um, I mean, I, there were multiple times, and I'm not going to nail it down. But uh, just just the interaction between my kids and my dad and stepmom, like uh, it's, it's it's totally emotional at that point, right? But sure. like like there were so many instances where you know someone wanted to drive with someone or whatever, all this stuff, like like. Those interactions that you didn't know they were going to come, and they and and they did, and I, I really think that's it because you know we we weren't there for like any big like Disney markers, right? Like we weren't there for Toy Story opening, or it wasn't Pandora just open. It was just like it was an incredible summer, and I know this is a complete play on words, but it was an incredible trip, and uh, not because of the movie, not because of what they did in Tomorrowland, but uh, just just. Seeing some of that stuff, I mean, I mean, I, 
there there were a lot of interactions that uh, that are going to pop to mind, but I'm sure as as the years go by, they will all meld into one. <laughs> will be what it well, is. Well, and see what I I guess the reason I asked that question is that that I think that there are moments that are always mm-hmm. going to remind you of a particular trip. And I think that sometimes it's just a matter of giving yourself the opportunity to, to reflect enough to say, right. that's my moment. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, it, it's, it, honestly, dude, this trip had a lot of them and, and yeah, it sounds like it. And, uh, I can't really pinpoint one, but, Sure. But yeah, it was uh, I'm sorry, man. I me at a loss for words is something that should Woo-hoo, be noted. I win so I know, right? So <laughs> so that's a win. All right. It, it, if I can digress for one second, sure. N- not using the minivan service is a disservice to yourself. Just saying. We've had fantastic experiences with it for the last three trips we have taken. Um it is officially permanent it is officially rolled out to every resort i know it's not the cheapest thing in the world but having a rideshare service that is cast member driven is worth the 25 bucks and honestly if you have a five-star lift discount i mean hell we got our first 10 rides at 25 percent off when we were there in january we got our first 10 rides at 50 percent off um it's much more manageable at that point, but there were many a time where we didn't want to get on a bus, didn't want to get on a whatever, and and we we used the minivan service and we had so many great interactions with cast members that you won't if you don't. I know that's heavy handed, but obviously it's it's another way to get those kind of you know walt pluses right i mean everyone that has done that has been stellar in our eyes so right. i know it's a, i know it's at the end of it i'm just saying that's all right i'm glad you mentioned fine. it i mean i think that we're hearing opinions on both sides but i i think you're right in terms of the the peace of mind of having somebody you know knows what they're doing around property, especially while there's all this construction going on. And especially as somebody with smaller kids, right. somebody that you know you can trust to install those those uh, child seats correctly and oh, will have dude, them dude, available. Dude didn't need it. Florida laws are better than Pennsylvania laws. You have to be six years old to sit in a regular seat, not 10 like in the draconian state of Pennsylvania. At any rate, <laughs> that's besides the point. All right. Well, thanks, Dave, so much for coming on the show and sharing uh, about your trip. And uh, just to give people a heads up, we're going to have Dave back on soon, accompanied by his beautiful wife, Brandy, because uh, we want to do a dad show segment looking at uh, the, the Disney community side of things and have them come and talk about their, their vlog because there's a lot of fun stuff happening over there. So even before he gets a chance to, to come on the dad show to talk about it, you should check out their vlog. Dave, why don't you go ahead and tell them where to find it? Yeah, it's uh, on YouTube, Brandy and Dave. You can find us on Instagram at the same Brandy and Dave. Check it out. We're uh, getting better as we go, I guess is the best way to put it. Uh, yeah, so basically I got like three quarters of a terabyte of uh, video that's going to end up on YouTube. So we'll see whether or not it's good. 
All right. Well, we'll find out and looking forward to getting your better half in to uh, yes. talk a little bit about it along with you. Fantastic. I appreciate it, man. Talk to you soon. One little spark of inspiration is at the heart of all creation, right at the start of everything that's new. One little spark lights up for you. Come along, I am the dream finder. Musical notes, what delightful melodies those will make. I love these flights of fancy, searching the countryside for sounds, colors, ideas, anything that sparks the imagination. A sunbeam, that's a good one. Everything that I can collect can inspire amazing and marvelous new ideas. Never know what kind of figment you may come up with. <laughs> Here's my favorite. Two tiny wings, eyes big and yellow, horns of a steer, but a lovable fella. From head to tail, he's royal purple pigment, and there voila, you've got a figment, a figment of imagination. <laughs>